Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, see, I was thinking, oh, he's going to come in with the streak by Ray Stevens. But but no, no, Colin, he went a step above. So, uh, John Grayson here with the final hour of the program. I don't know if you've noticed there's been a lot of nudity on the show today so far, uh, but there's gonna be, there's about to be even more. No, neither one of us is going to strip off. Don't worry about that. But um, we saw this story over the Thanksgiving holiday, and we, we mentioned it to you, but we never got into anything with it. And that's kind of what I want to do now. If you missed the story entirely, there was a guy over Thanksgiving weekend at Disneyland, the one in California, Anaheim, um, who was on the It's a Small World ride, and for some reason in the middle of the ride, got up, got out of the ride and started walking around among the sets. If you've, if you've never been through the It's a Small World ride, it takes you through a number of different areas where there's all kinds of little singing animatronic figures dressed up in, you know, different countries' garb and things like that, and it's all, you know, this very kumbaya with that awful song playing the entire time. So uh, he, he went walking around inside the sets. You go through it in a boat. And he got out of the boat and, and went and was walking around naked. Um, took all his clothes off and just started walking around naked inside the It's a Small World ride. Now, there was a time uh, many years ago when streaking was a thing. And that's when that Ray Stevens song, The Streak, became really, really popular uh, for a brief period of time. And then it just kind of disappeared. I don't, I don't know why it happened. I was way too young at the time to, to be involved in any of that. But I can remember it being a thing. I mean, there was uh, David, I think it was David Niven, was accepting an Oscar at the Oscars. And some guy ran out from backstage, totally naked, during the Oscar broadcast and streaked through the Oscars, right? So that happened. And, I, you know, I, can, I remember hearing stories about it, kids uh, in our neighborhood that would go streaking through the football games, you know. And, and it's like stuff like that. It happened for... A for a brief period of time, a couple of years, and then it just evaporated. Like it would still happen every so often, but it was for a while. It, it was like the thing to do, and then it just drifted off. We we got sick of it. We we're like, okay, streaking is dumb anymore. Now we're not going to do that. Now we're going to I don't know, put a lot of hairspray in our hair and and go to raves. So <laughs> I have no idea. I don't write this stuff down. It just occurs to me. So, uh, yeah, so this guy gets up in the middle of It's a Small World and starts streaking through the It's a Small World ride. And I have to admit, there is something poetically funny about that, about of all the, place you, of all the places you might expect to see a streaker 
which is weird because the whole point of streaking is that it's supposed to be unexpected. It's like, whoa, what's what's that doing here? The, the It's a small world ride at Disneyland. That would be like if this happened in Grand Theft Auto, that would be a bonus level. Like if you streaked through It's a Small World, you would get way more points than for anything else you could possibly do in the game. So and then I thought about it and thought, OK, but if we're talking about the best places that you could do that. Like, what would be the funniest place that you could ever streak? And again, no, I'm not advocating that you go do this. I'm just saying, what would be hilarious if somebody streaked there? That that It's a Small World would immediately be, be disqualified on my list. Well, depending on how cold it is, it might be pretty fitting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about shrinkage. Yeah, well, there's that. But see, you know, the, the problem to my eye for streaking at It's a Small World, or really at Disneyland at all, is the fact that there's going to be kids the kids, yeah. Right, and, and so you can't do that. I mean, that that's just... Now, the guy, they did catch him, just to give you the end of the story, they did catch him. He was arrested, he was taken off Disney property, and he's now going to be charged with who knows what. But, yes, as somebody on the text line said, streaking was the 70s version of photobombing. Yeah, 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 pretty much. So, um... So there's got to be an answer to that. Like, what would be the most entertaining place that you could that you could find a streaker where you wouldn't say, "Oh, come on, dude, there's kids here. Don't do that." Like, you don't want to go. It, it, I mentioned the football games. You know, the the high school kids when I was much younger than high school age would go occasionally and streak through the football games. Well, you're probably not going to see anybody that's less than high school age there. So, okay, whatever. Um, and, and it was seen at that point as just, you know, harmless high school fun, or at least that's how it was posed to me. So, uh, even that has its kind of difficulties about it, but there's gotta be a place where you could do it, where it would be that funny, like someplace as ironic as it's a small world, someplace that has a A poetic feel to it. Yeah. Like a genuinely squeaky clean image. Like it's a small world that still is not a, a kid's place. A touch of irony would be yeah. would be great. Yeah, like um, <laughs> I don't want to say church, but I, you know, it, it, well, no, because there would probably be kids in church too. So that that's no good. You don't want to go streaking through a church. Um, what is it? Yeah, what what would have you know like a P, oh a PTA meeting? There you go. I'm sure those still happen, right? Is there still a PTA? There's got to be. I would assume so. Yeah. So if you got a PTA meeting, the, the kids aren't invited to those because it's it's parents and teachers, right? But it's always got that kind of image about it of yes, we're be, you're very serious about how our children's future is going to be. And some guy goes streaking through a PTA meeting, and the screams. Um, if you ever saw the movie Slapshot, <laughs> ensemble number five, like that. Somebody said power and light. Hey, you know, on the text line, power and light just came in. Power and light almost seems like the right place to do it. I mean, not the right place. There is no right place to do it because you're still going to get arrested. So you don't want to do that. But, you know, if you've got a place where people are drinking and partying, that's almost where you would expect to see a streaker. If streaking still happened, that's where it would happen. So I'm looking for a place where you totally wouldn't expect it. Like, I don't know, the Arboretum. (laughs) <laughs> you know, nobody's going to go streak the Arboretum. See, but now it would be hilarious up, if they did. We're setting up the rubric. Yeah. It's yeah. got to be ironic. Uh-huh. It's got to be unexpected. And there can't be kids. And there can't be kids. Yeah. There's your there's your rubric for everybody to follow. So what falls into that? And I, I think what we're getting is a couple of those 
said the Performing Arts Center. Yeah, like right in the middle of Beethoven, you know. All of a sudden, some dude goes streaking right through, and you know where the uh, where the the orchestra pit is. That's brings a whole new meaning to orchestra. Text pit. line says State of the Union address. Oh, now we're talking. Okay. See, now we're going national. Yeah, because we well, believe it. And at that point, you know, no kids are watching any yeah. presidential State of the Union address ever. Um, <laughs> the U.S. Open. I wonder where, like, is the Oscar one, is that the most famous streaking incident? It's got to be. Because that's, I mean, at the time. There's got to be, like, a top ten list yeah, somewhere. Yeah, people people actually paid attention <laughs> to a police station. <laughs> now you guys are thinking, now, okay, now this is getting good. Streaking at the Masters at a wedding. Nelson Atkins, yeah, yeah, that'd probably be a pretty good one, too. And again, don't do any of these. It's wrong. It's illegal. You'll get busted. But it would be funny if somebody did. I, this, is, this is all I'm saying. If it happened, we would get a good laugh out of it. Chris in Kansas City is up next with us. Hey, Chris. Hey, how you guys doing today? Doing well. Doing well. What's on your mind? Well, uh, I'm old enough to remember the streaking phase, and I went to a Catholic school, and we had a streaker run through the school one day. Through the school? In a face mask, thinking that that was going to make it anonymous. <laughs> and he went, he went running down one of the classroom halls to get out the emergency door and got run down from behind by one of the brothers, uh, the math teacher, who happened to be a track star when he was in college. Uh-huh. So he, he body tackled the guy at the end of the hallway on carpeting, ripped off his uh, ski mask, and then led him all the way back through the school naked. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, uh, oh, that, that does bring back memories because I know brothers who would have done exactly the same thing. <laughs> Chris, yep. thank you. That That's a good one that, because that's got its own punishment to it. The, you never want to get caught. This guy, obviously, he was going to get caught because I've told you before, Disney, whether it's Disneyland or Disney World or I would assume Euro Disney or Japan Disney or whatever, they they have eyes looking at every single guest in there at all times. And they will pop out of places you didn't even know existed, phrasing, uh, that, that, that will, you know, they, they'll be on you before you know it. And that probably is what happened to this guy, too, although to... By the news stories, it seems like he was out there for a while doing this. He even got out of the ride, which surprises me a lot. There's there's video of him leaving It's a Small World and trying to get out before the cops got a hold of him. But, yeah, that <laughs> the walk of shame, <laughs> that's got a whole new meaning when you're a streaker who gets caught. Text line says a wedding. Which I think, which yeah. I think is a great answer, but the kids. It, well, yeah, again, yeah, you you might very well have kids at a wedding. Oh, Mardi Gras, yeah, but Mardi Gras, streaking at Mardi Gras, that's just it's redundant. Expected. You know, everybody there is half naked anyway. Um, <laughs> somebody else pointed out. Also, no one does panty raids at college anymore. Yeah, that seems to be a moment that has long since passed. Uh, streaking through any sculpture garden, says the text line. Streak through, streak through the casino, acting like you just won big. <laughs> Woohoo! Look at me, a thousand dollars in blackjack. Um, the uh, through a bingo game at the VFW. Yeah, uh, that would probably raise more than a couple of questions. We'll <laughs> we'll get back to this in just a minute. If you've got any more ideas, keep them coming in because you're just making me giggle now. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. Actually, before we get to there. We, we, let's see. Uh, we can squeeze in one more. We've got time. Let's bring in Aaron in Kansas City. Hello, Aaron. Hey, what's up? You, tell us about it. Well, I was thinking maybe either Mount Rush, 
Mount Rushmore oh. or Yellowstone National Park, you know, you could probably just be in front of Old Faithful, and then all you see is some guy going Old Faithful. <laughs> Niagara Falls? Yeah, any any place where there's a lot of eyes all looking in the same direction, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, look at that. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> it's got style. Aaron, thank you. Uh, we'll take a brief time out. We'll get to some more of you coming up. Got some more to toss in your direction as well, some more stories. But, yeah, the, the streaker at It's a Small World. Of all the places I guess I would never expect to see one, got to be close to the top of the list. More to come on 98.1 KMBZ. All right, I think we may have a winner. <laughs> and this and this is this one just came in. A few seconds ago, somebody on the text line in our sort of imponderable about where would be the funniest place to streak, given our three criteria, that it has to have an ironic uh you know backdrop to it, and there can't be any kids around. Uh what was the other one? There was gotta be unexpected. Oh yeah, there gotta be unexpected. Uh the DMV. Department yeah. of Motor Vehicles, yes. Uh, you're guaranteed everybody there is at least going to be of driving age. And it is the most boring place on planet Earth. Nobody wants to be there, least of all the people who work there. <laughs> Somebody streaks through. Wedding keeps coming in. That boy, I, I love the fact that our audience is, is sick and twisted like I am. But how many times is wedding going to come in for the best place to streak? And are we talking about the reception or are we talking about during the ceremony? It's got to be during the ceremony. Yeah, during the ceremony. Sure. Like, do you take this man to be your, whoa, hey, look at that. <laughs> there he goes. All right. Uh, thank you for participating in that and uh, indulging my own bizarre sensibilities. Um, well done. That said, we got a few more other things to get into. Did you see that the National Christmas Tree fell over? I saw the headline. I did not see anything about it. Yeah, it was, uh, well, the, the National Christmas Street just went up not that long ago, um, last week, as a matter of fact, and apparently they've been having some really nasty weather in Washington, D.C., so it was just gusty winds and all of that stuff, and it blew over the National Christmas Tree. They've put it back up. I mean, it's fine. They dusted it off and got all the ornaments back on and put it back up. So everything's going to be fine. But in all my life, I don't think I've ever heard a story about the National Christmas Tree being toppled by winds. So now that's happened. And a story that, that came to us actually out of an advice column. And I know this sounds like one that I'm going to have a lot of fun with. I'm actually not, because there's a serious nature to this one. Somebody wrote in, I'm going to have to pull the story back up. It was just one of these advice column stories asking about whether it's legal to get your dog high. Now, legal or not, it's a really, really bad idea. For a number of reasons. Um, I mean, they, you know, there are dogs that take uh, doggy downers. In fact, ours is one of them. And on occasion, if, if we figure that she's getting a little too out of hand and she's having trouble controlling herself, um, we have these, they, they're real mild sedatives. They don't even put her to sleep. They just kind of calm her down a little bit. But uh, according to, let's see, where did the uh, WGN out of Rockford, Illinois. WGN is the big station in Chicago. And they got this question in about whether it's legal in Illinois to give a dog marijuana. The reason you don't want to do that is um, it doesn't affect them the same way that it affects us. It does, I mean, it makes them high. <laughs> you know, the, that is the where, where the similarities occur, but it's also where they stop. Because one of the things that you can do unwittingly with, with marijuana, and in case you think this is going to go to the ultimate extreme, it isn't. They even mentioned VetMed said you can't kill them. You know, marijuana is not powerful enough and it doesn't have the same kind of sedative properties that it's not going to kill them. But you could 
if you overdose your dog on THC, uh, you can put them into a coma. And it's a coma they will eventually come out of, but it's just, it's such a really, really bad idea. And trust me, the dog's not having fun. And I, I know, I mean, yes, I've known people who have done it and used to, you know, put the dog in a closet and blow pot smoke into there and see if they could get the dog high. <laughs> no, it was not me, by the way. But uh, it's it's not, the dogs don't react the same way. It really messes with their equilibrium. So one of the, the easiest ways that you can tell if a dog got into your stash is uh, it, they'll they'll wobble when they try to walk. And it's it's really, really bad for them. Um, so please don't. If you've got friends who think it's hilarious, do us a favor and let them know it isn't. They said in dogs, the most common signs of marijuana intoxication include dribbling urine, which is something else you don't want in your house, swaying or general unsteadiness. Yep. Drooling, becoming less alert. They also said that they covered cats, too. They said cats will show signs that mimic those of neurologic disease such as appearing to react to visual stimuli that are not actually present. So, yeah, you're making your cat hallucinate. But if you think that's funny, what do you think your cat thinks about it? So, I mean, I don't want to come off as luxury in this, but just the fact that somebody asked about it means that somebody thought, oh, you, you know what would be fun? And just recognize, I mean, the dog or the cat, for that matter, has no idea what's going on. All they know is that they feel sick. Or that they they feel off, and you don't want to put them through that. Um, it, I mean, it's the kind of thing. I would make it akin to giving somebody weed who didn't ask you to, you know, uh, slipping somebody a brownie that's got hash in it or whatever. Just don't do that because it's a consent issue. According to VetMed, they said pets can go into a coma within a few hours of ingestion. So they said if it does happen, even if it happens accidentally, you know, your dog gets into your gummies or whatever. They said, take your dog to the vet right away. There are things they can do. Um, they can give them activated charcoal, which will act like kind of a sponge to get it out of their system. Um, and there's a few other things. And just normally it's about keeping them under observation to make sure that nothing bad is going to happen to them because of it. So, like I said, just please, if somebody thinks it's going to be a real hoot to give pot to the dog, don't. Um you know, you know that I am in no way against people using it with consent. You know, the people using it on purpose, as long as it's legal where you are, I think it ought to be legal everywhere. But when it comes to somebody asking a question like this, that that's the kind of thing really gets up in my grill. So uh, thank you for indulging me, I guess, for the last few minutes on that. I just think that it's, it's something I can see people doing and going, you know, know what, uh, that's just... I don't know how many times I could say that's a really bad idea. So I guess I've beaten this horse enough. We'll go on to Australia, where there's a town you might want to consider not visiting. Uh, it's a story that, that crossed the desk a couple of days ago that we didn't have time to get to. Um, and by the way, after the hour, speaking of not having time to get to it, we're going to talk a little bit about what has happened over the last 24 hours with the proposed new state of Kansas license plates. <laughs> Of all the tempests and all the teapots in all the world, this one has been amusing me like crazy over the last couple of days. But what's going on in this little town in Australia called Karumba is they have, um, they're dealing with a plague of rats right now. And the horrifying part about this story is that the rats just kind of showed up in town 
and it's become a big enough deal now that uh, you know, everybody in town is dealing with these things and try to figure, trying to figure out ways to get them out of town. Everywhere they look, these rats are just all over the place, and they, nobody seems to know why. There was nothing obvious that the rats were chasing. That, you know, there's there's no smell in town. It's like they didn't have a new bakery open up or something like that. Just these rats all started to show up en masse all at once. And the worst part of this story, getting back to everything in Australia either wants to kill you or is just an awful thing to think about, is that rats are now washing in from the ocean. How the rats got into the ocean in the first place is anybody's guess. But there were reports of more rats washing in, because this is a beach town we're talking about, rats washing in from off the beach in the water and then running into town to join all of their cohorts in Ratville. So, uh, you know, if you're thinking about a, uh, a little side trip to Australia, definitely want to, at least for the time being, cross the village of Karumba off your list. We'll take a brief time out on that. After the bottom of the hour, we'll get into the whole license plate debate, uh, as it seems to be, at least for the time being, on the shelf. We'll bring you up to speed on that, do some talking about it just ahead. John Grayson here with you on 98.1 KMBZ. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Last half hour of the show, John Grayson with you. We'll hand you off to Dana and Parks after two. But in the meantime, still a little bit to do. Oh, coming in with Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, by the way, my lovely bride just uh, texted me and let me know their next visit here in town has been set. And again, they're going to be at Knuckleheads. Uh, We're going to have to wait a little while. It's not until the 26th of April. But the good news about that is even even though we have to wait for Roger to get back here, uh, it's a Friday night show. So, (laughs) yeah, we're going to see if we can uh, arrange a little visit with Mr. Mr. Klein here on the broadcast and... uh, have a great time at that show. So uh, there's something to look forward to as we get uh, from winter into spring next year. That, though, is not what I wanted to talk to you about. Um, the, the latest development in the biggest controversy that I can remember over a license plate ever, which was the new license plate that was unveiled about a week ago um, in the state of Kansas 
that Governor Kelly has now said that they're putting that on hold, that the new license plates that were unveiled last week as the state license plate is on pause for the foreseeable future. According to the folks at KSNT, Kelly's announcement came in a press release from the office of the governor stating that the Kansas Department of Revenue will halt production of the license plate design revealed to the public on November 22nd, so exactly a week ago. Moving forward, KDOR will look to receive public opinion before selecting a final design. She said, I promise to be a bipartisan governor, and I think we can all admit I succeeded at bringing Kansans together across the political, yeah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, she said, I've heard you loud and clear. Elected officials should be responsive to their constituents, which is why we are adjusting the process so Kansans can provide direct input into our state's next license plate. Okay, is this really seriously all about the fact that it's the Mizzou colors? Is is that the only reason why this happened? Because I like it, the last thing that I'm ever going to get up in arms about is the color of a license plate. So, I, and the license plate design itself, I, I mean, it seemed like the day they unveiled this, everybody was just hacking away at this thing like crazy. If if you're the one person who hasn't seen it, then you should know that it's a it's a gold color, kind of a yellow gold color on the bottom. Across the bottom, like three quarters. And the top quarter of the license plate is black. They said black or navy blue. Okay, well, which one is it? But, I mean, it, it looks like black and gold, which is the Mizzou colors. Now, you might also say, wait a minute. There's at least three or four state schools in Kansas that use the same colors, that also use black and gold. It's a very popular thing. So uh, it, it had that. And then it was letters and numbers across the middle, like always. And then uh, it said Kansas in that bar across the top, stars on either end. And then across the bottom in script, it said to the stars, which is half of the state motto translated into English, ad astra, ad astra per aspera, uh, which means to the stars boldly or to the stars with difficulty or depends on how you translate it. So anyway, that was it. That was the design. And people lost their minds over this. Um, in now it says Kansans will now have the opportunity to vote for their favorite license plate designs from a list of several options. Uh, the, the only thing they said license plate numbers will be seven digits. Any phrase, motto, or slogan must be at the bottom of the plate. Any graphic must be uh, placed on the right or left side of the license plate number. Graphics must not resemble letters, numbers, or special characters, which is why they use stars. And the background design must not interfere with the ability to read the license plate number. Now, one of the other things that I heard about why they were doing this is that, uh, I mean, states do this from time to time anyway. You know this, that there's eventually a redesign of the license plate every so often, every five years or ten years or whatever. They get together and say, you know what? We're bored with seeing the same color scheme. We're doing something new. But a curiosity occurred when they said one of the reasons for the redesign now is to move from the embossed license plates, which we have currently, to ones that are flat and just have the numbers screen printed on them or whatever. So, that, that you know, it, there's there's no they're not raised off of the license plate. And they said because of a safety concern. I, I don't like feeling dumb, <laughs> but, but sometimes when people say things, I feel dumb. And when they said, well, yeah, the embossed numbers are causing a safety concern. 
what is the safety concern? Because like 45 or 46 other states also have license plates with embossed numbers on them. So uh, I, I was trying to come up with what what I thought might be dangerous about that and having a real problem doing it. The only state, as a matter of fact, for the longest time, the only state that had license plates that didn't have embossed numbers that were just flat was Delaware. And I think they still do. And I think they're still the same design. It's like a dark blue plate with gold colored letters. Um, and yeah, it looked weird to me that when I, when I moved there in 1987, it looked weird to me because I was like, why are the license plates flat? They're harder to read. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what the safety concern was. So now I, I mean, going back to the original point on this, why is this design so bad? Is it just the colors? Because if it's just the colors, well, then they can take in the same exact design and just put it in different colors. But even that, it's not like in Florida, there's 15, 16, 25 different license plates. I don't know how many. There's one for each state school. So if you went there or if you're just a big fan of the Gators or, or the Knowles, you can get that school's license plate if you pay extra. And there's one for Florida education, and there's one for this, and save the manatees, and all of these these different license plates designs, and it's a confusing mess. So it's not like this was supposed to be a college license plate. This was just the regular license plate. So it had nothing to do with any college, but because they, they chose black and gold, that all of a sudden that was an affront to anybody who went to Kansas or K-State? Oh, come on. We'll go to the phones. If you want to jump in, 913-586-7798. I can just I can think of 8,000 things to get upset about before I would get down to license plates. But I guess I'm not everybody. So let's go and see what Jacob in Platte City is thinking about this. Hello, Jacob. Hey, Doc. Can you hear me all right? I'm on my poverty pond here. <laughs> yeah, you're all good. What's going on? All right, so since Mike and the Pika Dunn got his call in, he can't harass me on the air. <laughs> All right. But, but as, as you guys know, I, I'm just not doing it now. Oh, see, now we can't hear you. You're kind of cutting in back and forth. Well, yeah, try I, try I that again. My phone there. So I liked it, and I thought it looked really good, and I was looking forward to getting it because I think it looks better than the blue things we got down. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't keep vehicles long enough to justify getting a cool-looking license plate. I mean, some of them have, like, some of my trucks have, like, license plates from, like, three vehicles ago, and it's probably expired. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to do it that way. No, but but when, when Kansas's lovely um, vehicle inspection rules and uh, like, yeah. the, time, the, the times that they're open kind of sucks, so. I'll just blame it on that. Uh, just don't get caught. But, but uh, no, I, I was I was genuinely sad when I heard that they weren't going to do it. So maybe maybe I'll go get the empowering Kansas plates because those look pretty good. There you go. <laughs> All right, Jacob. Thanks. Yeah, I, and I don't know what the deal is because I know there's a couple of different ones now. There's like the regular Kansas tag that that all of us who live on this side of the border have, and then there's the ones that are like that dark brick red color with the white letters and numbers on them. I don't know if those are vanity tags or whatever. You haven't seen those, Colin? They may just be old. You know, just somebody who was like on the tail end of whatever the last license plate was, and they just haven't had to re-up theirs yet. But I see those every so often, and I, if, if you know what they are, and again, don't be me. I don't. But, yeah, if you know what they are, fill me in, because that's not a bad color scheme, you know? 
You do the same thing with the stars and all of that stuff on them. How about uh, Lou, who's calling in from Shawnee? Hello, Lou. Hello there. What's on your mind? Um, well, I am a big KU fan, so there's that. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm right. Sorry, I'm right next to a truck that evidently doesn't have an exhaust. Um, anyway, there's enough of us that don't like it that the governor is doing something about it. And, and I think that good for her that she's listening to us. And there are a lot of us. And, you know, I, where did this color come from? I mean, Wichita State probably likes yeah, it, but right. yeah, K State, KU, uh, uh-uh, that's <laughs> not going to float. So that might not be something that you'd get upset about, and it doesn't matter to you. But there's a lot of us out here that said, "Get rid of it." But it's hallelujah, she is. But it's not there for Mizzou. It's not even there for Wichita State. Uh, that's the shockers, right? It doesn't matter. It looks like it, and in our mind, we're seeing that. <laughs> And you know what? I mean, for something this big, they should have had a committee or something with people that gave opinions and, you know, would have saved all of this drama. But there's that. How'd you like to be the guy who came up with that plate now? Just sitting there going, oh, man, I can't believe this. Yeah. And and which one did you say you went to? You went to Kansas? Well, I I did not, but my daughter did. Yes. She's a doc. So so if if purple and white came up, you'd be just as much against that. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> just make. Just wanted to see if you were going to stay consistent, Lou. Well, Thank you. You know what? I mean, I think what we have now is lovely. It's beautiful. People recognize that as the Kansas plate. You know, so don't move the cheese. <laughs> All right, Lou. Thanks a lot for the call. I think that just goes to prove the old adage that there are death taxes and something will always upset a KU fan. Yeah. Well, there's that. I'm glad you said it and not me. The the only license plates that ever got up in my grill uh, were uh, what was it? Idaho. Idaho. Idaho's license plates bother me because they have this this slogan on the bottom of the license plates. Have you ever seen an Idaho license plate? No. See, this is further proof that Idaho doesn't actually exist. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm serious about this. Idaho is a trick by Montana to get two more senators. That's <laughs> that's why, like, Idaho, what we call Idaho is actually western Montana because their license plates on the bottom of them say famous potatoes. Name one. Go ahead. Name a famous potato. Other than the Idaho potato? Well, I mean, if if they're famous, you would be able to, like, name an individual right. famous potato. Like, I know Idaho has potato, but they're not famous. I feel like I can name more, like, Apple brands. Right. So, like, if you, you said famous actors, well, you could name a bunch of famous actors. I can't name a single. The only famous potato is Mr. Potato Head. Right. And Mr. Potato Head is not from Idaho or western Montana. So, you know. Or just types of potatoes. Here's, here's more proof, by the way. You ever look at a map? Like, we got a map here hanging on the wall. All the states out west, they're all square. Like, square, rectangle, they're all straight lines, 90-degree angles and all that stuff, until you look at Idaho. And there's this big squiggly line between Idaho and Montana. It's all a ruse. I'm telling you. It's, somebody needs to call them out on this fakery, and I'm, I'm willing to take that mantle and be that guy. <laughs> uh, somebody's got to. Can't let him get away with this. Off to Ken and Lawrence we go. Hello, Ken. How are you doing today? Doing all right. How is Lawrence? Lawrence is sunshiny and nice. Fantastic. <laughs> My thought is he's got these new scanners coming up for these cold, cold tags on these uh, turnpikes. Yep. And I bet that's an easier combination for those scanners to scan and actually read the numbers. Oh, so it's not a public safety thing. It's all about them being able to charge us more money. 
Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, public safety is the same thing. They always want to charge us more money. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I, broke, we got to stay home, right? I saw the sign. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, I was when we were driving to Topeka. I saw the sign that said uh, that the new, the new, like the, the tolls oh, where you yeah. don't have to stop and get the ticket. What is that? May of next year? March of next year? Uh, something like that. I don't something like that. Yeah. Date, yeah. Coming up pretty soon. So yeah, good. Make things easier. All right. Thanks, That's Ken. My thought. Yeah. All right, buddy. Have a great day. Appreciate it. You do the same. Do you know why Colorado has different colored plates? Because they have a green plate, they have a red think. plate. I think there's a blue plate, and there's a reason behind it, but I'm not sure why. Huh. Um, but they have two or three different colored no, I remember plates uh, for the state. When I was a uh, yeah, I don't I don't know the last time I, I assume saw the text Colorado line will, will be able to help us out. Yeah. But that, that's another thing. Like, what if Kansas did that? Just had a few different colors. So you could choose plates. Yeah, yeah, that works. I don't know if it's by choice though. It might be. I'd see that's like by region. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. There's something about it, and I can't remember why. Um. Yeah, because I I had wondered about the red and white Kansas tags because most of the ones that I see are vanity tags, but we have a vanity tag on one of our cars, and it's not the red and white one, so it can't be just that. But eh, somebody will know. Off to Jim in Holt. Hello, Jim. Hello. What's happening? Yeah, I just I just wanted to make sure you guys realize that us Missourians. They, we don't want to see that color with Kansas on it either. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, you're right, because it's, it's taking the Mizzou colors and emblazoning Kansas across it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, so it's going to – all right, now it's making everybody mad. Jim, thanks a lot for the call. <laughs> As uh, expected, text line is saying that the Colorado plates are different because of the size of the vehicle. Oh, and the wow. the weights of the vehicle. Okay. I don't know if that's true or not, but I'll, I'll – they – Text line probably knows more than we do. Somebody else said one of them is a drunk plate. Huh. Typo or not. No, I'm thinking like, you know, if, if like like you get that, if if you have a drunk driving conviction, they oh, make you. maybe. So the cops yeah. would be able to, if they see you driving out of a bar and you've got that color tag, then yeah. you're, you're suspect. You're suspect, buddy. 147, we'll take a brief time out. We'll wind up the hour. If you've got more to say on this, by all means. If not, we've got a few stories to tell you before we get out of here and hand you over to Dana and Parks. Stay with us either way. John Grayson here with you on 98.1 KMBZ. Getting up toward 10 before the hour. John Grayson here with you. I don't know why I'm using that voice. I think it's the music. What are we listening to here? This is, and you brought it up earlier, the Spotify wrapped uh, deal that everyone gets their top artists, their top songs. This is Luke Combs singing Loving On You. This was my number one song of the year. Loving On You, Luke It's great. It's not bad. Yeah, it's it's very peppy. Uh, So explain, what's Spotify doing? So every year, Spotify does their Spotify wrapped, which gives everyone, it takes statistics from what you listened to, what you engaged with, everything you did throughout the last calendar, not calendar year, Uh because I think it starts and ends toward the end of November. So we still have this last little month, but it carries on from last year. Uh, And it gives you your top artists, your top songs, who you listen to the most, the albums you listen to the most. It's just a a compilation of... uh, statistically what you were listening to for the last year. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I was just trying to think of what mine would look like, and and it's, whoa, that that is a bizarre little landscape right there. Actually, yeah, I thought it was the other way around. I thought it was something like you contributed to and said, okay, here's my top ten songs. No, it's, it tells it is, you about you. It, is tell, it tells you about you. That's cool. What what else was on your list? Oh, was gosh. it? A, yeah, let me let me find to pull it. up your pull Spotify up. now. Was it mostly country? So my top genre was rock. Really? Okay. Uh, minutes listened to music this year thirty six thousand two hundred seventy six. It's a lot. Which is, I think they said twenty five straight days. 
if I were to listen to that. So if you if you extrapolate that out over a year, you're you're listening. Yeah, that's that's a lot of music, man. Top well done. song of the year, "Loving on You." So here's mm-hmm. my top five. Number one was "Loving on You" by Luke Combs. Number two was "Why Don't We Just Dance" uh, by Josh Turner. Mm-hmm. Uh, three was "Welcome to the DCC" by Nothing But Thieves. I'm wearing the shirt today. Yeah, because they are my number one you, artist of the year. Yeah, you introduced me to them. That's that's uh, a good band. Weekend by Mac Miller, and then Do You Love Me Yet by Nothing But Thieves. My number one artist of the year, Nothing But Thieves. Yeah. Uh, two, John Bellion. Three, Mac Miller. Four, Muse. And five, Frank Ocean. Well done. All right. Uh, good deal. So, yeah, if you're on Spotify, if you use that for your... See, that's the thing is I don't use Spotify for most of my music. I use, mm-hmm. I've got other services, though, like my, Apple Music. My roommate uses Apple Music, and I think they had one today, too. Oh, okay, cool. The, then I'll have to check my Apple Music when I get home and, and see what see what I've been listening to this year. Again, bound to be a weird little landscape there. Uh, but it does bring to mind one of the other things we had lined out to talk about. Uh, the day at which Google is going to start killing off... Uh, all the old accounts, like the stuff that's not being used anymore, is approaching. And it's approaching fast. I think we're only a few days away from it. Um, I'll have to pull the story up and see if I can find this real quick. But its I know it's coming. And what they're doing is there's a certain amount of time where, uh, you know, if, if you have an unused Google account, and this covers everything from Google Voice to Gmail to uh, you know, all the, the different Google services and everything else, that if you have one that's been sitting there unused, because at one point, I mean, we all had like five or six of them. Uh, you know, you use one for work, you maybe you use one for school if you were still in school, and then you had your personal one over here. And what they're going to do is if you've stopped using one of them, they'll just deactivate it completely and erase everything. And, I mean, there's a part of that that we don't like to kind of talk about out loud, but it is part of it, is that some of the people that are going to have their accounts erased are dead. That's why they haven't been using their accounts. And it's just Google's attempt, I guess, to clear up some server space and not leave these things out there because, I mean, the way they're posing this is, well, we want to make sure that uh, these deactivated accounts that you and I aren't paying attention to anymore are not out there ripe for identity theft or some other nefarious use for hackers to hack into these old accounts because we wouldn't notice it. We'd never see it. We don't pay attention to the accounts anymore. But really, it's about that, I'm sure. But it's also about them being able to clear up space on their servers. And it's going to make their service a little bit more streamlined. So that's fine. But what it made me think about is... Oh, somebody uh, just texted in. They've already deleted one of my Google accounts just last night. I want, How did you know? <laughs> I mean, if it's a disused account that you haven't been, you know, that you haven't even opened in years, did you go through it because of the news stories and just see if it's still there and find out it was deactivated? Or did you get an email saying, hey, by the way, that other account you had? Yeah, we just torched that. Sorry. But I, I started thinking back to every account that I've ever had on any kind of an Internet service. Because in my early working life, like I was probably, by the time we got our first work accounts, <laughs> this will give you an idea about how long ago this was. They were prodigy accounts. The radio station that I worked for, this would have been 1994, five, somewhere in there. The radio station that I worked for decided to get three because that, that was the deal. If you signed up for Prodigy on a corporate account, you automatically got three email addresses. So we had one that was WFLA News, 
And then we had one that was uh, the like the management, if you wanted to comment on what was said on the air. And then there was my account because I was the executive producer at the time. So I got mine to do whatever I wanted with. And uh, and so I thought, you know, how long has it been since Prodigy even existed? And who was left when they shut the doors? Somebody just texted in and said, I still miss my AOL Instant Messenger account. Rest in peace. Surfer dude KC007. <laughs> yeah, mine was WFLA97C at Prodigy.com. So try and send that an, an email. You'll probably get it bounced back to you right away going, Prodigy, are you serious? So... I thought about that, and and then after Prodigy kind of went the way of all flesh and took, because um, there were three, there was AOL, AOL lasted the longest, Prodigy and CompuServe, those were the three main kind of you know ways to to get on the internet and and have some kind of internet community, um, and and CompuServe went bust, uh, then Prodigy went bust, and then AOL is still kind of out there. AOL Instant Messenger isn't, but it's still kind of there. And I, I, th- I was going through it thinking, okay, somewhere in this world, I have a MySpace page. <laughs> I haven't looked at it in probably 20 years, but it's out there. And whatever happens to those things? I mean, MySpace is kind of still a thing, so I don't even remember what my login was. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Enjoy yourself. Dana and Park's up next. Stick around on uh, 98.1 KMBZ. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.